think everybody needs to allow themselves to dream and huh. dream big because I think God will put ideas in your brain uh -huh. or in your heart that maybe you didn't realize were there. Welcome to Walk With Me, a ministry of Cornerstone Church. Hi, my name's Tori and I'll be your host. Sometimes when I want to make a new friend, I'll say, come walk with me and we'll talk. My goal for this podcast is that we as women would walk together and enjoy sweet community in Christ. Today on our podcast, we have my sister-in-law, Renee Bradley. And so we're going to talk a little bit about small business success today because you have had that. So before we start, tell me a little bit about yourself, your family, your reason for being here. Yeah. Anything um, we'd like to know. I have been married for 15 years and both my husband and I have roots back at Cornerstone Church. Um, we went to college at Iowa State. Lived and with the Haverkamps. Lived with yep. you guys mm -hmm. and then moved on. And yeah, so we have three kids, ages 8, 10, and 12. Mm -hmm. and, and one of your kids is adopted. Yes, so it will be four years next month that he's lived with us. I think two years in a couple months that we've had him wow. officially. Yeah, that's yeah. been quite an exciting yeah. adventure for you. Yeah. So you are fairly new to the small business scene. Um, how many years have you been? It's here? actually been seven years, seven. but it's just, okay. I feel like we've grown you kind of at my pace. Yeah. So maybe it yeah. doesn't seem quite as long, but it's actually been seven years seven since years. we've had a shop. Wow. Okay, but you you just newly moved into a, a storefront. Yes. One year ago, oh, we wow. moved into our own really cute little brick and mortar. Yeah, so was it all like an online business before that? Yes, so seven years ago, I was looking for ways to make a little extra income for our family okay. and kind of just started this. Um, I can kind of back up a little bit. Yeah, let me ask you bit, some specific like questions about it. Like, let's even start back at college. What was your major? Um, I had a degree in graphic design, which I loved. It really fit my personality really uh -huh. well. And um, in college, I also worked for Brent and right. I did some in-house design for him and web design for him. And then I think through that, I started doing a little bit of freelance. Um, and then from that freelance, after my husband and I got married and then we moved to Illinois, okay. I thought that I would continue to do freelance. And um, I tried that out, but it was a lot harder because I didn't have any contacts. I didn't right. know anybody. New place. And I kind of figured out that this really wasn't the thing for me. I, huh. I had a hard time connecting with the clients really well. It was really hard to um, find new ones over and over because right. once the job was done, you kind of move on. Um, but I kept doing that for a while, even though it wasn't super profitable. Okay. And then we had kids. Okay. And so then I kind of stopped doing working uh -huh. and I just was kind of... Because kids are no work. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> so that took up all my extra time. So I was just yeah. kind of domestic at home yeah. doing my thing. But then after, you know, they started growing up a little yeah. bit, I thought, hey, I should really try to make a little extra income for my family. So uh -huh. then that's when I started looking at other ways besides freelancing to okay. make money because freelancing wasn't really my thing. Uh -huh. So Etsy had just started a couple ah. years before that. And I thought, hey, I'm crafty mm -hmm. and I can go make some things and try to sell them on the internet. Mm -hmm. So that's when I started like making the hair clips and I made stuffed animals and toys for babies. But that's when I just kind of started dabbling around. Yeah, isn't the stuffed animals part where you kind of found 
Yes. Your niche. Yes. Tell us about that story. So, I, in the process of doing the stuffed animals, I started working with felt, okay. but I was just using the big box craft mm -hmm. store felt, and yeah. I found that that kind of disintegrated really quickly. Okay. And I thought, hey, there's got to be a better product out there. Hmm. And I did find a few stores that sold it, but it was really hard to get to. Like their customer service was rotten or their photos were bad. It was just hmm. really hard to find it online and yeah. the shopping experience wasn't great. And so this okay. is when I was, you know, again, I'm trying to think of ways to make money for my family. Right. And I'm thinking, oh, but felt there's not a lot of great stores that are selling yeah. it. You can't find it in online or local yeah. stores. I thought, oh, I think this is it. I think this is a product that... Someone's not fulfilling that niche. Right. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. I love it. And I thought, I think I can do this and make it pretty and make it sell well. So that's when I kind of just randomly said to my husband, like, hey, can I spend $500 on a whole bunch of felt? Are you okay with that? <laughs> what did Jake say? Um, he was really supportive of that. Okay. He was just kind of like, sure, go for it. At that time, I was the one, I was the budgeter. I was the okay. one that kind of kept track of finances. And for us, that was a lot of money at that time. Yeah. We didn't have a lot of extra money to be spending on large craft supply uh -huh. trips. Lots of felt. But this was just something I wanted to try. He supported it. And so that was seven years ago. And, and just, had you had the name, so you're named Benzie. I kind of, when I freelanced. You used that name. I used that, I used that name. So I just kind of continued using that name. Okay. Where'd lot. that name come from? Um, my brother-in-law. Not Brent, the other. Yes, the other brother-in-law. Brent's your brother. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so my, my brother-in-law. Yes. He, he had nicknamed me that when I was little. Oh. So I was doodling, I was sketching with uh -huh. like, you know, hearts and uh -huh. exclamation marks. And he looked down, he thought I wrote Benzie, but I had really written my name Renee, but oh. that's how it looked. So he nicknamed me Benzie for years and I okay. thought, hey, Why I'll not? just name my business that too. Uh-huh. That's a sweet story. Yeah. Good. So you found a niche that yes. really no one was fulfilling well, at least. Right. It was difficult to find the kind of felt you needed right. to create a craft project. I remember you telling a story about you created it like a monster little stuffed thing. Yeah, I had for... a little red stuffed monster and I was just learning to sew. It was on a sewing machine I picked up from a garage sale. Yeah. It sell, smelled musty yeah. and I'm like, I'm going to learn how to sew and it was so cute and I made it for like Asher was probably two uh -huh. and I was so proud of it and like less than a week it was like all pilly and falling apart and more yeah. monster life and it made me really, really sad because I put, put a lot of so much into effort it. into yeah. it and it just fell apart. So huh. that's when I'm like, hey, there's got to be, there's got to be something better out there. Better product. Yes. And so the felt that we sell is a wool blend. So okay. it has some wool and it has some rayon in it, but it makes it a really good, product. stable, solid. So did you always, like, when you were young, did you think about being like a small business owner? Or was this something new that came about with the idea of being kind of a felt distributor? Um, I never thought about owning my own business. I always thought, again, with like the freelance route, I always thought, oh, I just want to do something my own way. Yeah. I want to work my own hours. I really just didn't want to be tied down to someone else's business. So I kind of knew I wanted to do my own thing, but I never would have thought that I would be It wasn't like a, a dream from the past. No, it was not. It kind of evolved by itself. It definitely evolved. And now it's, I think with any business, it kind of, it kind of becomes a monster and that sounds <laughs> yeah. really, really bad, but it is this way. Like I have to it keep working on it yeah. 
and you know keep growing it otherwise I know it will die but I love it it's yeah. a good thing yeah. but yes it's never something that I anticipated or expected or right. asked for something my was more I was looking for yeah. extra you know income yeah. for our family and it kind of fell into it but you feel kind of like it's a gift right oh it's been amazing huh yeah so what what are the like what do you actually do what is your details of your day-to-day um, well job? I have a team at Benzi that processes all the orders Okay. Who takes care of all customer service. And we'll link your actual site on here because you have an Great. online yes. shop also. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We ship worldwide. Okay. So all countries, all states, we ship worldwide. So I have a team of people that are taking care of those orders, the customer service emails, inventory management. So are um, people ordering just big pieces of felt or what are they ordering? Um, they can order cut sheets of felt. They can order yardage of felt. We also sell things besides felt. We okay. sell wool felt balls, and we sell wool roving, and okay. kind of just hard to find high end craft supplies. Okay. And we just make it really easy and accessible, so we can just send it right to your house. And right. Send and it I've heard your really packaging. Cool. I've seen it. It's very cute. I think it's cute because you're yeah. a graphic designer. You kind of have that idea. Yes. Like, let's make this cute. Yes. And that sells. Yes. Cute self. Yes. So my role in there is really the branding and the marketing of it. Like I'm trying to keep mm. that overall look of Benzie. Yeah. So my design, graphic design background really play into that. Right. I make sure that our photographs are beautiful because online yeah. people are going to be they are. at those photos. Yeah. And that's that's what's going to be helping, helping the site grow and look good. So. Yeah. So before you moved to the brick and mortar and you still have the online presence, but before you moved there, where where was it? I, we, it was in our house. It was in our basement. And you have a very small house. We have a very small, I think it's like 900 square foot. And we have children sleeping in the basement. So it was like half children sleeping area, half or quarter washer and dryer area. And then a little, you know, three, four Benzy business. And we had felt everywhere. Like we had felt balls in all the corners and we just had felt everywhere. And it, there came a point where I just said, we cannot run this anymore out of our house we're exploding right we need to go look for another location so we spent a year really looking around looking for good prices real estate's really expensive in illinois Mm -hmm. and you're right around chicago yes and we found this amazing location in a historic downtown plainfield area and it's it's really cute it's really fun there's lots of good restaurants so it's definitely like i feel like God found that place for right. us because I was kind of thinking of warehouses, right. maybe I remember you that. know, not yeah. in really great locations. And then we found this place and we love it and we don't ever want to move from there. Right. Has it made it easier to separate work from home because it's somewhere else? It's been way better. Huh. So I felt that when we, when I was working from home, it was, I wanted to work all the time. I wanted yeah, to work from that's the moment I woke is. up that's until the is. moment I went to bed. And it was really hard for me to even like tear myself away to help my kids with their homework or mm-hmm. to play games with them because I or even to make supper because I just I love my work and so I just mm. wanted to work all the time right. and it was never done and I was concerned when we moved that 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 would be a really hard thing for me or I wouldn't get as much work done or I wouldn't be as productive uh-huh. but I feel that it's definitely from the time that I'm in 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 yeah. the shop, yeah. I'm working, and that's my work time. And then when I come home, I'm at home. I'm with the kids. I'm that's helping so them. That's so healthy. Do you actually have a time, like, I go to work at this time? Yeah, it's different. It, it fluctuates with the kids' schedule. So in the summer, it's very up and down. It, but do you have people there at your shop, yes. even if you're not there? Yes. Okay. Correct. I think 
that was a big thing. When I became a shop owner, I didn't want to become a slave to that yes. shop. Yes. So I have what we call mommy hours in the shop. So we're only open from nine to three because oh, sweet. a lot of our employees have kids. And so yeah. we want to get home to our kids at three yeah. o'clock. That's great. So you've been able to separate more and actually be more present at home when you're home. Yes. Fantastic. I love it. So are you, did that really take you by surprise? The, yeah, I know that you found a niche, you know, that people weren't feeling, but was the success of Benzie, did that take you by surprise? Because yeah. it has really snowballed. Yes, it really has. It's grown and it's been super exciting and super fun. Um, but yeah, I would have never expected because it, it is such a niche market, like felt, like yeah. people really love felt this much. This is crazy. Um, but also I think just personality wise, I would have mm. never anticipated that I could do something yeah, like this. It's a huge thing. So I am And you've surprised. been featured in some magazines tell me about like the the little yes, success some, stories you've had some, with like this. yes there's been magazine features by better homes and gardens i think we actually have one by better homes and gardens diy magazine coming up this fall oh we wow have a front cover feature oh my so that's coming up this fall but that's exciting recently we were just in dreamworks animation movie trolls I they know. use our felt for their storyboards like poppy's little scrapbook pages that is amazing yeah those are basically so they bought a lot of felt from you they did that was super fun yeah, yeah. and weren't you in like an hgtv magazine we were in hgtv magazine they used our felt for some of their diys wow. so it's really amazing yeah yeah it's, it's been really fun to watch it's, it's fun yeah. So how has it affected your, uh, so for a while you weren't doing this, so you know the, mm -hmm. the difference. How has it affected your marriage and your family? Owning uh, a small business. Being yes. a small business I woman. think there was definitely a period of transition because I went from being full-time mom yeah. and having all the domestic duties were mine, you know, okay. or the majority cooking, of them. The cooking, grocery shopping. The grocery shopping, the cleaning. Yeah. And so over the past seven years, we've really had to make the switch from my responsibilities to both my and Jake's responsibilities. And Jake's been okay with that? Yes. Okay. Um, he's been very, very supportive mm -hmm. of Benzie all along. So, and he actually really likes cooking. Huh. And I found out Did that he know that I, he really liked cooking? I don't think so. And I didn't, I realized I really don't like cooking. And so it works really well. So really there was a, there was a transition period as we're wor working on kind of navigating right. who does what. Was that hard or did it go pretty smoothly? I would say we went slow enough that it was okay. Yeah. It was okay. It was fine. And now I feel that we've kind of moved past a lot of that transition. And now we've been in the, the yeah. shop for a year. That uh -huh. most of it is just, it's really fun for both of us. I huh. feel like this is something that we both enjoy, even though it's my business and yeah. Jake has his job, that yeah. it's we like to talk about it together and we like to dream about it well, together. And I, I talked to him like I soundboard. He's my sound, sounding yeah, board. I'm always that's telling fantastic. him, like, what do you think of this idea? What do you that's think of this idea? That's such a great thing because sometimes you'll see couples where they almost compete, you know, with each other's stuff, but that he's all in with you. I don't think this... What a cool thing. Yeah, I don't think we would have ever grown like we would have without... His, his support. support like he was always so like yeah cheerleader like you know oh, go fantastic. for it do it like always wanted me to be willing to watch the yeah. kids if i need to work more sometimes he's busier in his job so then yeah. i'll be watching the kids more so and how have your kids responded i mean do they know any different not really because it's been a no, long time you've been even kind of doing it i'll pick them up from school and they'll ask me like oh, right what came in the mail today uh-huh what's for dinner and i'm like guys i've been gone all day too right. sometimes they don't realize it right and so it makes it's easier now for you to be kind of more invested since they're all in school right 
And that's a fairly new thing. Mm -hmm. What Anthony is going to be in third grade. Third grade. So it's just been and a few years. And even now, Asher comes and works with me in the shop one day a oh, week neat. and does cleaning and yeah. that sort of stuff. So now we're starting to be able to have, have a be, family. Yes, and have be a part of right. of kind of having responsibilities at right. NZ. That's great. You can involve them. Yeah. Because then they they're more interested in it. So, um, how has being a um, small business owner made you dependent got more? Um, I think I'm going to back up a little bit to high school and junior high okay. and where I always, I was in a culture that really emphasized um, athletics okay. and academics. And so I was always in this, this culture that I wasn't very good at. I huh. wasn't good at academics. I wasn't good at sports. And so I constantly struggled with low self-esteem. Like huh. I'm not good at anything. And okay. I remember I had a constant prayer to God probably for over five or six years, just like, God, will you please make me good at something? Wow. Will you please like let something be People my would own? never know that now. Oh, and I, and, and now I'm like, wow, I'm good at something. I'm good at something. And this is something I call my own and something I feel really good about. What so a sweet thing for God to do. I feel like, yes, I'm, I know that God is faithful and that he knows me better than I know myself. Cause again, I wouldn't have ever said, Oh, I'm going to own my own business someday. It's just that I feel like God knows me better than I know myself. And he kind of led before you, even with the building. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 And he's going to take care of me. That's so cool. So I just have more confidence in, in maybe God's gifts to us. Yeah. Yeah. How about like creating something kind of out of nothing? Mm -hmm. You know, how does that, what's that taught you about yourself? You said mm -hmm. you had low self-esteem, but has that taught you like, oh, I'm capable. Yeah, I'm capable. I have hard work. I mean, a lot of, I feel like I have a lot of grit and I yeah. feel like you need right. that when grit. you're starting a business because you're going to run into a lot of roadblocks. There's right. going to be a lot, a lot of things. A lot of people that, give up. Yeah, because you can't hire anyone out when you first start because you have no money to hire anyone out. Uh, right. And you, so you, you have to fix things, whether it be technology or an angry customer. And that's probably why Jake's support was so helpful. Yes. Being yes. in that spot. Right. Wow. So what's the hardest thing about being the founder of Benzie? What's the thing you say, no, this is still hard? Um, I think it's more of just, there's so many ideas I have and so much I want to do. I huh. just can't get it all, all done. So it's really using discernment, what's a priority and what's not. But, but your ideas seem very, um, popular. The things <laughs> that you, you, yeah, I, I think it's just chosen. that I can't do it all. I think in my business is very life giving to me, so yeah. I don't really view it as something hard. Okay. Cause it's, it's, it's been so Fine. Do you feel like you have like always something kind of, um, you know, on your mind or, you know, a little bit of a weight on your shoulders all the time because you're in charge? Yes, but I also am trying to be really careful that it's not all consuming, even though in a Good lot of ways it is all yeah. consuming, but I do need to know that my family and my children right. are priorities since I'm the mom. I feel mm -hmm. like there's a, there's a thing with mom's owning a business right. and I, and I still have so much more responsibility at home just right. because I am you the mom. Smaller, younger kids too. Right. And uh -huh. so I'm just, I really try hard to make sure that, Hey, my kids and my family and my health, they're all priorities. Right. Good. And then my business comes second, even though that's hard to do. Sometimes. Yeah, it is hard to do. Yeah. But what's the, so you are a small business owner and some of these women are listening thinking, I, I just don't know. I don't know if I could do that. What's the best thing about being 
a business owner, a small I business love, owner. I love like I love making my own hours and like uh, you know you this, have control. Yeah, this weekend I, I couldn't. I'm yeah. This weekend I couldn't go to work, so I have a team that helps out when I'm gone at work and or or if I'm not gone at. How do you find those reliable, dependable people? Yeah, how did you find them? Word of mouth. Ah, yeah, a lot of people that I knew. Yeah. And so, how many employees do you have now? Four part times. Four part times. Yeah. Okay, so um. Yeah, so you've had to delegate some things, mm -hmm. um, but being in control, that is, that's wonderful, you know, to be mm -hmm. kind of the controller. So if a woman's sitting here listening to this thinking, hmm, I'd really kind of like that for myself. What Do you have any, like, words of wisdom or um, encouragement? Maybe they're saying, no, that's way too big. There's no way I could do something that big. Do you have any words of wisdom or encouragement for I them? I think you need to, I think everybody needs to allow themselves to dream and huh. dream big because I think God will put ideas in your brain uh -huh. or in your heart that maybe you didn't realize were there that are maybe in the line with your What gift. if they say, I have a dream, but I don't have any idea how to make it happen? What do you say then? Well, I mean, if you if you have this idea and you don't know how to make it happen, then find resources. Like huh. find people who have gone before you. I mean, the did internet, you do any of that? Did you talk to people who had done this sort of thing? I didn't do a lot of talking, but I did a ton of internet research, uh, a ton of research. So wherever you want to go, you want to make sure that you've done your research before you jump, right? And make sure that it's it's practical. Make sure you can afford it. Make sure that it's something that your husband exactly. approves of yeah. and yeah. encourages. So. Yeah. Do, I did tons of research before. I, I tend to be more of a cautious person, mm -hmm. so before I jumped into anything, I made sure I did the research or asked for advice if I needed advice mm -hmm. um, to kind of move forward in that way. So would you encourage, like let's say a woman from your church came up and said, I have an idea, I think I want to do, would you, would you encourage her? For sure, for huh. sure. Because it'd be, you just, I have personally gotten so much self fulfillment out of it. I want other people to have and that. And you've gained as so much well. confidence. Yeah, definitely. So, confident. so I definitely think if you have a dream or an idea or a way that you want to make money, just even if it's just taking baby steps, because I think the hardest part with everything is just taking Getting that started. one step forward to get started. Because it's so, scary. You don't really yes. know. And all you need to do is just take one step. You can just yeah. do a little step. Like for me, I. I didn't start just selling felt. I first right. like, started on Etsy, just selling some handmade things, kind of getting used right. to it. And I just started selling a few sheets of felt. And and then slowly, even now, I feel like we have a I have a relatively slow approach. Uh -huh. I'm very cautious before I add new product. I research. So what it. if they feel like I don't have any business sense? Like I could make crafty things. I don't really have any business sense. How did you gain that? Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know. I think maybe that's a little bit more natural for me. That just kind of came naturally, okay. kind of knowing how to do it. I've always been pretty good with budgeting. And There's, there are people probably that like to do that sort of thing, mm -hmm. though. You know, and you maybe could pair with someone. Exactly. You know, if you had the confidence to create right. the product, you probably right. could maybe find someone. Maybe you have a friend that's yeah. like, hey, I'm really good right. with numbers. Right. Maybe we can work together yeah. and build something But word of mouth together. is how you found good people. Yes. Mm. Yes. I did a lot of, like, asking friends, like, hey, do you know of anyone? Mm -hmm. And... So they mostly, you have women, all women. Yes. Okay. Yep. yep. Okay. Well, would you like to pray for those women who are maybe feeling like, I'd like to kind of jump, but I'm too scared and I don't have the confidence. Would you like to pray for them today? Sure. Okay. Let's do that. Dear God, thank you so much for this time to talk about our dreams and businesses, God. And I just pray for any of those women out there who might have this idea or a spark or or some sort of dream within their soul that they want to pursue God. And I just pray that um, um, 
that they that you will put people in their lives that encourage them to move forward God and I pray that you will help them to make wise choices towards that direction but really God I just pray that these women will just take one step forward in that direction of of being independent or being able to just make a little extra money for their families if that's how they want to start and God I know that you will just um, be able to provide for them if if they want it to grow into a big business or if they just want to stay it into a nice small small family business. Um, dear, I thank you so much for the time we've had together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks for coming today. We're actually at a lake house together, so it was yep. very convenient. <laughs> yes. um, how can we find you? How can we find you online or in person? And then we'll link those to the blog our, or to the post. Our website is www.benzidesign.com. Okay. And Benzi is B-E-N-Z-I-E. Okay. And we also have a brick and mortar in Plainfield, Illinois. And do you have an address for that? Yes, 24118 West Chicago Street and Suite 102. Um, in Plainfield. Great. So. so if someone's like visiting around Chicago, they can come visit you. Yes. yes. And your we hours for that? Nine to three, Monday through Saturday. Okay. Well, fantastic. Yay. Thanks for the interview today. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for walking along with us today. I'd love to get to know you better. So let's walk again sometime, shall we?